I hate my government because I love my country. Right about there. Let me start that over. Damn it, Dylan! <laughs> Pay attention! Are you ready? Let's do this! Hello everyone and welcome back to Uncommon Sense. I am your host, Billy the Kid, and today in the studio we have... There I am, folks, your Uncommon Host Butch, right here with you, and we have some interesting topics just for you today. First on the list today, we've got ESG scores. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people probably haven't heard of uh, what an ESG score is today. Hopefully, you're going to find out. You're going to find out. Hopefully. Oh, no, that's a guarantee. <laughs> it's also a guarantee that we'll blabble about it for a while. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so here we have ESG scores and ratings, what they are, why they matter. Okay, and this is from, what is this from? Diligent.com. Diligent. Dot com. <laughs> Diligent, August 2020. ESG stands for Environmental, Social, and Governess. Oh, that's comforting. Yeah. So this says, as environmental, social, and governance issues... Huh. My eye's twitching, guys. Sorry. Um, yeah. Look at my eye twitching. Ascend on the... Priority lists of boards and stakeholders, third-party rating and reporting organizations have developed ways of measuring companies' efforts. Is a company failing to meet compliance? There's that word. I hate that word. Yeah, word. That's become the new C word. You can call me a C wenty all you want. Just don't tell me to comply. Yeah. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. I'm going to show you what a CNT I can be. First oh. of all, I'm a freedom-loving <laughs> American born right here in the United States, good That's old right. USA. I'm an American, and I, I'm not white, I'm not black. Dude, I'm not revolution brown, is I'm our heritage. Polka dot. Do people understand that? Revolution is our heritage. That's and right. We are in the midst of a new one. It's crazy. Okay, so let's go back to ESG scores. Speaking of the revolution. Okay, stop it. Are diversity, equity, or other governance issues putting the company at legal or reputational risk? Okay, now we're really getting into it, aren't we, Bush? Yeah. How dare you? It's one of those, how dare you? How dare you? There's this... Yeah, I remember that song. I don't give a damn about my bad reputation. <laughs> NRG in the USA. Oh, I said it on camera. Shit. I'm over it. <laughs> For real though, like, this is, this right here that's happening right now, this is what anarchy stands against. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I ESG mean, score. I mean. Let's see. A reputation of how well they can comply mm -hmm. and be governed yeah uh, and you know how well can you follow rules so now so now yeah. this is this is SATs for the real world 
Yes, you know what I mean? Exactly. For, for the political world. Yep. This is your political SATs, you guys. Yeah. All depending on what side of the spectrum you fall right? on is how bad of a score you're going to get. Okay, now I'm Asian. I pass the SATs, but I don't think I'll pass this one. Just saying. I just racially profiled myself. <laughs> oh, wait, that happens often. You're racist. Stupid hair. There we go. Did I get it? You got it. Cool. <laughs> What's that big long one? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. My kung fu is better than your kung fu. Oh, your kung fu is very weak. <laughs> I will take you and your mouth off. Be like and you will never come back here Be like water. again. <laughs> Get out there, chap! You guys are dumb. Yeah. Oh my God, he's he's racially profiling what Asians look like or how they sound. I am Asian. Um, I may not look it because my eyes don't do this. Okay, but I am Asian. <laughs> You're racist. Now back to the show. Let's reread that line. Are diversity, equity, or other governance issues putting the company at legal or reputational risk? The ESG reports and ratings developed answer these questions, often including a numeric or other, quote, ESG score to provide clarity on ESG actions and for investment decisions. For stakeholders and investors, ESG reports and ratings take some of the complexity out of evaluating a company's ESG activities. So it's another way for all of these social justice warriors <laughs> to push their social justice and ideology yeah, and their ideas and their wants at the moment. And the narrative of which changes on a daily basis. So what do you guys think about the ESG? What do you think about it, Bush? It's just another way of them to keep track of one, a political party, uh, to also uh, uh, find out who's uh, willing to comply or bow down to government and their uh, wants, wishes, and whims. And uh, I just, I don't like it. Talk about an invasion of privacy too, mm. right? Yeah. I can't make my own personal decisions without worrying about whether or not I'm now socially accepted or not. Exactly. How messed up is that? How is that not tyrannical? This is like, that's yeah. like the definition of tyranny. Yeah. You know? If you think about it, this is, uh, China. No know, bueno. It's no want bueno. People to report on other people and look at my eye twitching. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds you of uh, 1930s uh, Eastern Europe there. Yeah, where was that? Yeah. Um, was that? Didn't they build a wall in the middle of it yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah. to keep, like, the, yeah. <laughs> the ESGs? <laughs> Burn! It's oh. another socialist state plan that will help keep tabs of everybody and everything to see how well you comply or can't, won't comply. Well, the, and all this stuff, this technology, this like the ESG thing and the 
the passport apps right. and all that stuff. Yeah. This is everything that Hitler wanted. Yes. Everything that he wanted. They didn't have the tech yet. They were working on it. Yeah. Hence, we have it now. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Operation Pan. <clears throat> and thanks to IBM, you know, IBM was the one that came up with the actual uh, registration of the Jewish people that were incarcerated. Yep. They're mm -hmm. the ones that came up with the numbering system. Oh, you know, and it's interesting, too, how, how much some of that stuff is linked in with our, like, the way they keep track of us by name and social security numbers and right. stuff now, too. Oh, yeah. More so than they did before. Yeah. Well, you got to think, the social security number wasn't even implemented till what was it, the... 1950s? 50s? Yeah, yeah so see, it was after 50s. World War Two. Yep. The more you know. Remember the after school stuff? The more you know. The more you know. Ding! <laughs> there we go. There we go. The more you know. The more uncommon things you know. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, this is almost like a precursor, I guess, to... I'm writing some stuff up about banking. Right. And who controls our banking system. Right. And this, I feel like this is the new addition right to the central bank i think it is you know what i mean right. this gives them that much more control over what we do our money all all of that yeah all of that so hey and answer us in the comments do you guys know who owns the federal reserve <laughs> which would essentially be also the irs where does our money go when we pay our taxes why do we pay taxes is it even legal for us to pay taxes <gasps> Why are we not talking about this? Yes. Don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, always someone behind the curtain pulling, always. The, pulling the strings. It's not me anymore. Oh. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. You weirdo. It's ma'am. Okay. <laughs> oh, you guys, we saw one of those today. <laughs> we straight up we stopped at the store on our way over here oh wow yes we yes. saw one like i literally almost ran into it yeah i was like, <laughs> I was like okay at i was kind of like, like uh, man oh uh, this is one drunk ugly woman <laughs> and then, and then I, I realized at, under the I'm mask like, there yeah. was a hideous beard <laughs> there yeah had more of a beard than i do and, and I was like, holy crap. And then they was wearing panties. And that little, did you see that little purple uh, lacy thing they were wearing as a top? I, I tried not to look. I was scared. And when they stopped and bent over, you could see the oh, panty wait, line. Wait. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Maybe I am phobic. I'm like, I was scared. <laughs> I feared for my life. I was afraid that he touched me. I was going to turn gay. Okay, not that kind of scary. But, you know. We're not homophobic, so if you take that wrong, I apologize. For I, I am, that. however... I call it woke-phobic? I'm a woke... I'm, I have woke-phobia. <laughs> <laughs> Shit terrifies me. No, it just makes my brain bleed probably have like 10 aneurysms at this point.
Okay, here we go. Who's not a fan of this guy? Yay, Glenn! I like Glenn Beck. He, he says it just how it is. He, he does. I was listening to Glenn the other day, and it made me think of back in the day riding in the truck with my dad and listening to Mike Reagan. Right. Like, it brought back, like, this reminiscence. Like, oh. <laughs> you know? It's it's kind of like when you listen to Mike Rowe's new show, and it brings back that reminiscence of Paul Harvey. Right. You know? I was like, bro, I get yes. it. And I have to give and Mike frankly, Rowe props. I, I think he's doing an outstanding job on this show, and I wish him nothing but the best of luck. Absolutely. It's a great show, and he's a brilliant guy. Oh, yeah. Down to earth. Oh, yeah. He, he's nice real. guy. And when I say he's real, it's not like, he's so real, and he's really fake. <laughs> not no. one of those people. No. No, he's like. He, he's he's a down-to-earth yeah, guy. Yeah, normal, everyday yeah, dude. Yeah, worked hard jobs, and, you know, he, that's that's what he likes to do. And now he's. Mad uh, respect. Yeah, mad guy, respect yeah. for that guy. Okay, but yeah, I have mad respect for Glenn Beck, too. And I think, in a lot of ways, Glenn is more open-minded than Mike Reagan was. Right. Um, and that's probably why I, I do enjoy listening to him so much because he's very conservative and he's Mormon. Yeah. You know? So he's very strict with his religious beliefs, but at the same time, he understands the fundamental need for conversation and for right. for understanding one another. Right. Why do we each think the way that we do right he and wants to even see if we don't agree of perspectives we can talk about it right he did i was telling you about this he did a a recent a couple months ago i think it was interview with michael malice and if you guys don't know who michael malice is then you're not a real anarchist just saying i know i love how i'm a constitutionalist and an anarchist at the same time it's confusing right now hurts my brain but <laughs> everything hurts my brain it's really hard because you know you got one leg on one side of the fence the other leg on the other side of the fence and here you are right and i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> i slipped one day Ooh. <laughs> no but it was cool for me to listen to them talk right. because honestly i meant what i said earlier about it was like listening to the two sides of my brain have a conversation in real life i was like yo <laughs> weird <laughs> It's always a good thing to have a good and honest debate or discussion on a topic. Yes. Especially and, and the uncomfortable ones. Right. Honestly, they're the, the ones we need the most. And the reason I say it's healthy is because of the fact that it allows you to see from somebody else's perspective. You might not see it that way or you might not have even thought of it in that light before, but they bring it to your attention. They're like, hey, what about this? Absolutely. I agree with you. If we can't talk about the tough subjects and be able to listen to the different points of view on it, we're never going to get anywhere. Exactly. Honestly, most of us don't belong to one party or the other. No, we don't. And it's, you know, they've created this system around us that goes against all of us if anyone's suppressed we're all suppressed or oppressed or whatever it is they're suppressing our rights which means we're all oppressed and we're all in almost an illusion of freedom right, right? and we have been for a long time i think personally in today's society the way they have us separated by political class or skin color or 
uh, sex or how, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, however they want to divide us. And yep. that we allow them to do that and to put us in those categories. Yes. And that is our doing and it will be our undoing if we don't fix it. They knew that they were not strong enough to conquer a unified country. So they split Germany into small groups. They used prejudice as a practical weapon to cripple the nation. So I said something funny earlier. I think I might have said it to you, but I know I said it to my roommate and we laughed. Because I said, the only way that I'm non-binary is when it comes to political parties. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not left, I'm not right, and who the heck are you to tell me which directions I can go? I'm going to go forward if I want. Backward. Why not? It was nice back there. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Right. I'm going to go north, northwest if I freaking feel like it. So don't tell me that I have to go right or I have to go left. No. I have my own beliefs, my own ideals. So And whatever it is that this party aligns with is not going to be what I personally think right. and feel in my own unique right everything well, right like, so it's like well the both of us you know we, we might have a lot in common right but we don't have everything in no. common absolutely not so you know it's like you know sometimes i say some of that weird hippie ass shit and you're like <laughs> <laughs> but, i'm see, like but this, bro this is where <laughs> just hear me out okay <laughs> this is where the problem is in relationships with of humanity is remembering to accept one for one's own individuality yes back to that whole interview with glenn and malice right it was great because by the end of it glenn beck was like basically like i think you might have sold me on this whole (laughs) anarchy thing right we have more in common than i thought actually yes we do and you and i have talked about how A lot of conservatives today are more in line with the political values of what the Confederates were fighting for, even though we don't believe in slavery, which I think is why the rebel flag has become such a staple in a lot of this. For one, because the left keeps trying to condemn it. Right. And also because essentially the Confederate flag in today's world now stands for rebellion. It doesn't stand right. for slavery or white supremacy or whatever the heck no. it is they want to say it stands for. It stands for, for rebellion. It stands for rebellion. And rebellion means, and this is a quote from Michael Malice, and I wrote it down because it is amazing. And I'm like, I'm glad someone else feels this way. I hate my government because I love my country. How many of us feel that way today? I do. Oh, I do. I do. I definitely yeah, do. do. And I have felt like that for and, and a long time. Uh, I'm a constitutionalist. But first and foremost, before I'm a constitutionalist, I'm an American. People are going to get that confused in some ways. Right. Because we do believe in the Constitution. And we do need to pick it apart. We've talked about yes, that. Yes, we're going to do that. And we are definitely going to do that. We have kind of an upcoming series that we've been talked about i'm not going to say much more than that right now but i'm kind of excited about it yeah it's going to be yeah. really interesting and in, in depth i think to look forward to i think so for sure but just because you understand the constitution and you value what it says does not mean that 
you worship it for one no and it doesn't define you no and yeah so check that interview out for sure yeah. and you need to check that one out too in full because it it's it's a doozy <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right so let's go back over here since we kind of got on a tangent there glenn beck he says chances are you've noticed that many large companies have decided to become woke activists despite the fact that alienating half your customer base is a terrible business strategy. And I have to agree, it is a very terrible business strategy. Yes, thank you. This woke shift isn't being driven by the usual market forces. It's the Great Reset's ESG score system at work, Glenn Beck said on Glenn TV under the environmental, social, and governance score system companies will no longer make decisions based on what you the consumer want now it's all about what those in power deem society should want and it's not just businesses that are affected we've got the clip from uh the rubin report okay. with glenn beck right um he's talking about doo -doo -doo, the great reset yes and why build back better is actually a very dangerous statement yes. i know we all thought it was real stupid i know i did the first time i was like who come up with that yeah. and he even says that too yeah it makes you wonder yeah but it, it was a uh it was a calculated move yeah and it's being used worldwide all over what would uh, we were talking about japan france canada. obviously canada australia too right i think yeah austria or australia australia like i think it was australia that they said okay. um anyways the point is it's being used worldwide right it's not just america it's not just biden's weird slogan it's uh, the uh, new code for the great reset yeah um so he's talking about that and then he brings up esg scores and that's where we come in Glenn, Glenn, science, science. I thought it was because it was science. science. I thought it was because of science. Yes, yeah. No, it's not about science. It's uh, all my, about my notes control. are definitely confused here. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so okay. So it is about control. We're in the beginnings of it. Do you see any markers that show us the way out of this? So, for example, as we're taping this right now, there is a massive worldwide worldwide convoy of trucks happening in Canada right now yeah. in protest of these mandates of these lockdowns which is directly connected obviously to everything else you're talking about here mm. that's pretty good right that's pretty good that's great and it is those things that will stop it but what has to be stopped the most important thing that cannot get its roots any deeper if you're an investor of 401k i want you to go to your website and see look for ESG scores. And when I've talked about this, um, I think it was Bank of America or City, one of the banks called and said, no, 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 that's not what ESGs are about. We're never gonna use them for people. And I said, then why is your subsidiary using it on my account? Why do I have an ESG score? And they said, well, that's because we're doing that because a lot of people really care about social justice and environment and governance of the board. <laughs> social justice and environment and governance of the boards. And so we're just helping them know who they're investing in. And I said, you're so full of crap, 
you can't see through the brown in your eyes, for the love of Pete. Remember that when you hear this kind of talk, somebody's going to get something out of it, and it isn't going to be you. ESG has to be stopped right now because that is the control of your business, of your money. It is your social credit score. All of the big businesses, they're all in on ESG. Warning, that is the fascistic system that will trickle down to you. And call me crazy, but do you think they might be able to link something like an ESG score to perhaps a vaccine passport? Look at my eye twitching. I found it funny too how he brought up right before ESGs they were talking about the convoy. Right. And how the passport thing is linked in with all this. And he also goes on in the interview to really point out that everyone needs to go to your local bank. Use a credit union. Right. Keep your money local. Yes. Because the credit unions have more security when it comes to your money. They are not controlled by the big banking systems. Right. Their whole setup is very different. What you're saying is if they're to use a financial institution, use yes. a credit union over it, a name, uh, a name, big name branch. Yeah. This is Billy. Billy likes to support local businesses. Closing up early today, Butch? Uh, no, closing for good. Just can't compete with these big box corporations anymore. This is charity! Since the start of the you-know-what in 2020, over 100,000 small U.S. businesses have been forced to close their doors. Those businesses still struggling to keep their doors open are relying on you to help them make that happen. By supporting big business, you are neglecting your own community and essentially supporting tyranny. So help us give tyranny the middle finger and shop locally today. Now back to the show. That kind of brings us right into the the convoy yeah, thing. Convoy, man. It's, there's so um, much going on with that, and it it's crazy how all this t stuff ties together. Yeah, you know. The reason it's been going on is to, you know, send the message that people, the people themselves, are against these mandates, and you know, the people themselves, they don't have the power to to make an effect like that on government or anything else like that but truckers do and the people do too if they knew what to do and the thing about the truckers is the trucks gave them the advantage you know i mean they can't even tow them out nope you put that truck in lock it's not going anywhere now, you there's know been good things and bad things going on up there about the convoy uh, yeah. and about it all being in ottawa right now and here's the thing is that these these uh, governors and whatever are Prime gonna, and... yeah, they're they're gonna back down a little bit, but it's one of those three steps forward, two steps back, or whatever type thing, you know. Right. Somebody said that type of thing earlier too, but it totally makes sense, right? Because they push it to their to the limit, yeah. To see how far they can go, and then the public freaks out, and they're like, okay, we'll be, we'll go back, we'll go back, and yeah. this creates the whole you know, frog in the pot of cold water that's getting ready to boil. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that whole type of thing because then the public backs off, eases off the government because the government eased off. 
So the point that I'm trying to make here is that we can't stop. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. No, we have to keep... It can't stop with the protests. convoy. No, we have to. And I've heard that there's going to be U.S. convoy marching, uh, or not marching, but driving all the way to Washington, D.C. in protest. Well, and the uh, Americans the are mandates. involved in it now, too. It leaked over to the American side. Yeah, yeah. Right now, the all that Canadians stuff happening on the, the border uh, of Montana. The number one bridge linking Detroit, Michigan, and uh, Canada. Mm -hmm. They have that all blocked off, so nothing's getting through. Yep. Well, and there was the same kind of thing going on in Montana. Right. At the border. So it's all it's all very interesting, you guys. It is. There's been a lot of uh, uh, a lot of support from the people all around the city of Ottawa and all around uh, the Canadian country to come out in support of these truckers. They bring them food, they bring them fuel. And speaking of fuel, the police confiscated some fuel. Yep, I heard about that. From the truckers. But it's all right though, they gave it back. However, yeah. however and here's the twist, when they gave it back, it was tainted. That means it was causing engines to seize and just lock up. So if they can't run their engines, they can't stay warm and then they have to leave their truck. Yep. And you know what? That was their, I feel like that was kind of their response to what the citizens did when they took the gas. And then not only did they confiscate the gas from the truckers, but people trying to bring gas in right. were their gas was getting confiscated and they were getting arrested. Yes. So what happened was then a bunch of people got together, like crowds of people filling up the streets. Everybody had a gas can. Some of them had gas. Some of them had water. One guy walked up to a, a, a police car and he goes, you guys want Kool-Aid? I got some Kool-Aid. No, you don't want no Kool-Aid. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there is uh you know, a lot of um, people of color, shall we say, mm -hmm. that were there in support of the protests that were from the United States. And they wanted to expressly let it be known that there is no racial yes. energy here. There's none of that uh, racism going on. So speaking of that... And that the lamestream media has uh gotten it wrong again yep so. did i send you that one i know i sent it to some people but i sent one around a little bit of sydney watson go to her channel creatively named sydney watson okay <laughs> so, <laughs> um she brought that up and she showed this clip was from uh rebel news right and it was this arab dude okay and i'm not saying that to be racist or whatever but full turban perfectly wrapped 
black turban. Oh, man. And he walks up to the camera and he says something about mainstream media and everybody should know that this is not a racial or religious thing, that this isn't about white supremacy. We are united here and this is about freedom. And I was like, you tell him, man, with your turban. <laughs> like, rip their narrative apart and just throw it in the fire. And tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. We've got ESG scores. We've got passports tracking where you're going. Yeah. How far you've gone where you've been what you did yeah all of that yep it's just tracking you everywhere now you got the esg scores telling everyone everyone yeah. how politically correct you are yeah yep whether you're compliant with the government or not and uh I'm sorry, I'll never be compliant with the government. Not going to happen. Nope. Never. Real quick, before we get off here, I want to note something. You know who's not going to benefit from these ESG scores? Who's that? Hardworking American companies. This is charity! For example, like the American-made clothing companies that are now competing with Carhartt. In case you guys didn't hear about Carhartt, they've gone woke. And we'll go broke. Adam Calhoun just upped his uh, merch line due to all this stuff. Okay. He makes clothing for that could be comparable to Carhartt. Right. As far as the style, similar durability and all that. He had the same idea in mind and he started his merch line a long time ago. Right. He said the only thing he's having trouble getting is hats made in America. And then a friend of mine mentioned American Needle, and he was like, it's an older company. I don't know if they're still around or, right. you know, if Nike pushed them out. Well, pardon me. I looked them up. Yes. And they're now made in Bangladesh. Oh, man. That's disappointing. So I kind of think Nike might have bought them out or something like that. Oh, yeah. Like they bought out everybody else. So out of curiosity the other day, I looked up American-made clothing companies. Right. And I found a couple of really good reviews on clothing companies that are American-made. Right. There's a few here in Oregon, unfortunately. They're very expensive. Oh, man. And most of the places are. There was one, I think it was in New Hampshire or something. That actually wasn't too bad. Um, and I think like their jeans range from 50 to 60 bucks. Not too horrible. Right. Whereas there was some of them that were like $300. I can find it again. I'll link it in the description. Because it was a pretty good review. And the guy that was doing it. he's he The, the last one he brought up. He said they are kind of expensive. And he'd actually bought like one of their jackets. And a pair of their jeans. And he said that. As expensive as they are, the one reason that he would stand behind this company is because they have a lifetime guarantee on their clothes. So good. he spent like awesome. $150 on his jeans. But if a stitch comes out, if they rip, if they wear through, 
he can send it to back to the company and they will either fix it or replace it. Yep. Hardworking Americans, we're not going to just throw out our money on some right. work gear that wears through and we spent $150 on it. $300 right. for this nice, you know, winter coat or whatever. He's like, but if that gives me a lifetime guarantee yeah, and the company will replace or fix whatever it is I bought from them, that changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because now... Not only more do I have a, a good article of clothing, but I have that guarantee from the company that made it that it will last. Exactly. And he's like, the only downfall is probably that that might not be the best business model because nobody's going to need to buy more than like three bears pants. <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to throw that out there. We got, we got to remember our American companies, our local companies. Yes. And we have to get back to being local. If you can't buy from your local town... Buy from your county. Buy from your state. Then buy from American Made. Right. You know, depending on what you can afford, what's available, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, But we've got to start keeping it here at home. And that's nothing against other countries. Right. Of any kind, you know. Definitely not. There's a good product from Finland. I'll buy it too. But the (laughs) point is, is that we need to focus on keeping our industry here at home. Stop sending it over there because it's cheaper exactly how much talent are we oppressing in this country right now because right it's ridiculous you guys have any idea how much animation cheap animation comes from north korea yeah a lot a lot lot. okay so anyway anyways i think that's about all the rant I got for today. Um, That's all I've got. Keep it American. Keep it simple. Keep it local. local And And as the great Michael Malice said, hate your government because you love your country. Can I get an amen? Amen. Blessed be y'all. Have a good night. Get him! Second boy!